Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I've wanted to do this type of episode for a while, but I think that I didn't have the words to explain why I wanted to do it or how to communicate it. And that is Pinterest for Dummies. <laughs> I know we've all seen the books out there. There's Instagram for Dummies. There's Facebook for Dummies. There's like MacBook for Dummies, right? And really what that means is we want to bring it down to a very, very granular level to where we're talking to somebody who really doesn't understand how the subject works or what it even means. And in my line of work, I have heard a phrase over and over from people that they don't get Pinterest. It doesn't make sense to them. They don't want to use it for their marketing because they can't wrap their brains around it. They say, I just don't understand how it works. It all feels so confusing. I totally get that. I said that about LinkedIn for years. And then one day I had someone explain it to me in a way that clicked. And I began my journey in using LinkedIn, which I hated. I hated, I hated, I hated it. But I've actually been doing it now for a full year and I actually really love it. So my hope is that I can explain Pinterest to you in a way in this podcast that makes it click. I also understand there's people who are listening to this episode who have been using Pinterest for years. It clicked a long time ago. So you may not want to spend your time listening to this episode today, which is totally fine. But if you know someone in your circle that is struggling, that every single time you try to explain it, or maybe you've tried to write it out in a Facebook group and you're like, they're not getting it. Would you share this podcast episode with them just so that hopefully they can have their click moment and they can get the same success that you have? Before we dive in, I wanted to share a little bit about how this kind of came about. And it came about because in our discovery call meeting, this is a meeting that we do once a month with our discovery call ladies. It's kind of a time for me to coach, for me to connect with them, for me to hear what are people saying who are having discovery calls with us about whether or not they're going to come onto Simple Pin Media and purchase our accelerator package, which is how we work with people, or if they're still confused. And one of the aha moments we had in one of those calls was that we needed to start asking, why Pinterest? Why are you choosing it? Because what we found is that people understood Simple Pin Media Maybe they'd been listening to the podcast or maybe they'd had Googled some things and they understood, oh, you're a Pinterest marketing agency. You have 10 years of experience. You've worked with all accounts and niches like you get it. But yet they didn't get Pinterest. And so we started asking, tell me why you booked this call. Tell me why you're here. Heads up, if you haven't booked a discovery call with us and you do that in the future, you now know we're going to ask you because we really want to understand your business. We really want to unravel any confusion and really show how our services work in conjunction with Pinterest. So if you want to hop on a call with our discovery call team because you really are interested in it and you want to see how they ask this question, then go to simplepinmedia.com slash services and book a call with our team member. It's really informative. It's not a strategy call. It really is for you to decide if you're ready to outsource your Pinterest marketing and let us handle it for you so you can focus on growing your business. 
listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. All righty, Pinterest for dummies. So there are so many, so many social media platforms out there to choose from when it comes to where you put your marketing efforts. You have Instagram, you have the beloved TikTok that everybody thinks is so amazing. I'm not a TikTok user. I'm a little bit of a TikTok hater, so I will admit it. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, now X, LinkedIn, Reddit, YouTube. I am sure I'm forgetting some of them. And we also have Google as well. So with a sea of options, it is no wonder that you feel overwhelmed with the variety and can only manage learning one platform at a time. I would argue that Instagram and TikTok, they get all the love because they are today's darlings of the day. Engagement metrics are high. You get a lot of dopamine hits when you see likes and comments and views on your content. And it's not that I'm dissing on Instagram or TikTok. I think they have their place. But I think I push back a little bit when I see something having so much of the market share with not a lot of conversions. So I have a common phrase that I use when I teach on the stage about Pinterest to help people understand it. And I say, Pinterest is the library. Instagram is the bar. Pinterest fits with Google and YouTube. Think of it like your digital vision board where you can discover and save ideas for anything and everything from home decor to travel to dreams, whatever it is, Pinterest is your creative playground, if you will. So people use Pinterest when they want something new, but don't have all the details yet figured out. They can search with words or images or browse feeds of content they might like. So when somebody finds an idea they're into, they can save it for later or take action right away. And since Pinterest is a search and discovery platform, it brings traffic now in three months and for years to come based on the helpful and inspirational content that you as a business put on the platform. Pinterest is this place where people want quiet so they can explore and find amazing ideas. They don't want people to talk to them. That's why we call it the library. Instagram is a place where people want engagement. They want conversation and talking and getting to know you opportunities. If it's quiet over on Instagram, then people think it's broken and they need to do more to increase engagement. Does that make sense? Do you see the difference? Again, Pinterest is a library. Instagram is a bar. So if we're going to help this click for you, first things first. You have to create a Pinterest business account. It is so easy. Just follow the step-by-step start guide, which is linked below in this podcast app. You can go there and it'll walk you through everything. Pick a profile picture, complete your profile description, and create and organize a few boards. Now I'm going to walk through a little bit more of that. (laughs) That sounds very like, hey, just do this. But let's start with your Pinterest profile or Pinterest page. The two essentially mean the same thing. People use those words interchangeably. Sometimes I might say, when people go to your Pinterest page or when they go to your Pinterest profile, again, they mean the same thing. Once you set up your Pinterest profile, it's basically like you have set up on Instagram or like you have set up on TikTok or Facebook. So whenever somebody visits, they see who you are and what you do. 
However, this is also the place that you put all your ideas, contents, products. Again, similar to your Instagram page, similar to Facebook. No one else pins to it. It's like somebody else doesn't save a post or a story to your Instagram or to your Facebook page unless you invite them. That's kind of a similar thing on Pinterest. So what's a pin? Oftentimes I use this word like pin something to Pinterest or um, has somebody pinned it for later or tell them to pin it. So what is a pin? Pins are the content that make up Pinterest. So every pin represents an idea from tutorials to recipes to product overviews. You can create pins by uploading photos, videos, or a mix of both. And people can find those pins and save the ones they love to their board. Again, we're going to touch on a board in just a minute. Here's the tricky thing. Here's where I feel like people, it starts to break down and people get lost. The pins need to lead somewhere. So this is where people who want to use Pinterest for marketing go, my pin needs to lead somewhere. And their reference of Instagram just like takes over. They're like, but my Instagram posts don't lead anywhere and my reels don't go anywhere. Don't let that happen. Let's just pretend you've never used Instagram and you simply only have Google in your head. So I want you to think of Google. Okay, so I'm going to use Instagram a little bit, but Instagram, you would post a reel, a video or a post and it just lives there, right? It doesn't link to anything. You usually give the person lots of context. You ask them to engage with it. You want feedback on that particular post or reel, right? It's like short form content. People consume it in little bites. That shelf life of a post or a reel on Instagram is about 24 hours. And I would say that's actually being generous. If someone doesn't even see it, they're not going to see it. It's kind of like one and done. I see this on my personal account all the time is if somebody posts, I don't always see it. And then somehow I'm reminded of them and I go to their profile and there's so many things that I have missed. On Pinterest though, people want to know more, but they are ready to consume a longer form of content, more videos, more blog posts, more details about the product. And they don't care about time. So what this means is that Whatever you're writing about can be old or new as long as it's relevant. Like they just want the information. So let's walk through it. You pin something. Let's say it's usually an image and there's some details below. Again, we're just doing the very beginning of Pinterest. So if you want more details, simplepinmedia.com slash start. Scroll below. That pin that you've uploaded or you've added to Pinterest needs to go somewhere. People will not react to it like they do on Instagram. They're not ready to read. They're not ready to engage. They're not looking for something social. Remember, they're in a library. They're not in a bar. So it can't just be a standalone image. It has to have context where, you know, on Instagram, when I first started using it, the fun part of it is that you could post this like really cryptic, like amazing image and then add like seven paragraphs below. On Pinterest, all the context needs to live in the image and people click on it and they want to read more. So if I'm reading about how to build an outdoor fire pit, I'm not going to get all the context on the image, but I'm going to see, 
oh, this is a DIY fire pit. Okay, let me go read so I know what supplies I'm going to use. I know what pitfalls this person encountered. And then I can see how long it's going to take me. If you do not link your image, your pin on Pinterest, this is the number one thing that annoys the user on Pinterest. They can't go anywhere. The link is broken. I can't tell you how many times I have gone to somebody's Pinterest page to buy a gift for them. For example, my niece. I pull up her Pinterest page. I look through her boards. I see she's interested in this particular piece of jewelry. I click on the link to go see where it is, how much it is, see if it's the one I'm going to purchase. And it doesn't work. Now, that isn't the end. I can definitely do a visual search of it, and we're not going to cover that today. But when I visual search it, guess what? Everybody else is linking or is pinning the same thing. It doesn't have a link. The link is broken. This is a huge bummer for that business because they've lost out on a ton of sales. But somebody probably told them to upload all their images to Pinterest and forgot to tell them, link it to where you want them to go. And please don't link to just the homepage. Link to exactly where the destination is. All right, so what's a board? I've referenced this a couple times now, but I want to expand on it. A board is basically, well, I'll say this. As a pinner or the user on Pinterest, you just click on a pin you're interested in and you save it to your preferred board. If you're the person who's uploading a pin for your own business, you're going to upload it and you're going to add it to a particular board. So if I'm adding, let's say that ring that I'm talking about that didn't link anywhere, I would add it to gold rings or silver rings or whatever it is. And then there's these fields that you can fill out title, description, URL, alt text. If you do all that as a business, the user comes along, sees it, everything is added there already. They click save and they put it in their board. I like to think of boards like buckets. If you have content, products, whatever you create, you can put them into these particular buckets. This goes here, this goes here, this goes here. Now, Pinterest understands oh, I can see this business is a jewelry business. And they're specifically focusing on women's jewelry. They have rings, they have necklaces, they have toe rings, they have bracelets. They have all these things because their buckets are starting to fill up, right? And also, <laughs> we have a lot of um, information on keywords. So scroll down below in the podcast app when you're ready to learn more. But if you're totally new, again, go through the start sequence first. Okay, so what kind of content or pins should you pin? This is where we can get a little lost in terminology. Pins and content kind of mean the same thing, but there's something you need to be aware of. When people say pins, it lives on Pinterest. When they say content, it lives on your website. You will see Pinterest using that word interchangeably. They'll say, create great content for Pinterest, create inspirational content for Pinterest. But the messy middle of that too is that you can create videos for Pinterest that live on Pinterest. They still have a link. So I kind of guess that's content as well. But I want you to basically separate this. Like, don't get too lost in the weeds. People on Pinterest will learn what you're up to through a static image or a video, 
that leads to a place on your website, hence the really important link. If you keep that in mind, you are golden. So again, let me say it again. People on Pinterest who are scrolling through the app will learn about you through your image or your video, which is a pin or a video pin, and it will lead to the content on your website. Pinterest will use words like aim for actionable, engaging, relevant content. When you create something on your website, you give things like ideas to improve your life, um, weeknight dinners, favorite self-care routines, or how to upcycle something. You can't create that all in one on Pinterest. It has to live on a website. Or again, on Instagram, you kind of can. You can see your Instagram page, profile, whatever, as a place where you create and house all your content. I see a lot of people doing it all the time. In fact, that's how they grow on Instagram. It doesn't work that way on Pinterest. I'm going to get a little nerdy here. (laughs) I'm not going to go too deep. But essentially, how does the algorithm work? So anytime people start investing in social media marketing, one of the first questions they ask about anything is, how does the algorithm work? How does the Instagram algorithm work? How does TikTok algorithm work? And yes, you have to have some understanding of it if you're going to play the game. However, don't get too caught in the weeds again. I'm going to give you a quick, but obviously not comprehensive breakdown. For that, you'll want to pay attention to Pinterest engineering blogs. It's a little light reading before bed if you really are into that. But remember this, Pinterest is all about inspiration. So if the algorithm pays attention to metrics like saves, the more people who save and engage with one of your pins, your ideas, the more Pinterest will show it to new people. Does this happen overnight? No, it takes a while. So let's say you post this amazing camping hack. People love it. They save it for later. And then when they're getting ready for the camping trip, they pull it back up. Anything that inspires an aha moment for people gets the save. Pinterest pays attention to those aha moments and says, let's show this to more people who are interested in this type of content. Then it shows it to more people. So as far as algorithms, yes, they do change, but this is the basic understanding of it. If you create content or a pin and you put it onto Pinterest, the people on Pinterest have an interaction with it. Pinterest distributes it to more people. And the more you add to Pinterest, but don't go overboard, the more those experiences are likely to happen. Okay, so let me go back through it again. So what we covered here today essentially was you need a business account, you need some pins, or you need a a Pinterest page profile, you need to start creating some pins, you need to create some boards, and you need to start creating content. Go down below on the podcast app and go to simplepinmedia.com slash start. There are three in-depth videos for you explaining how to get your Pinterest account set up, how to build your boards, and how to create your first pin. If at any point, any point you are struggling and you hit this part where you're like, I am so confused. I do not understand this. I'm ready to give up. We want to help you. So respond back to us. Hello at simplepinmedia.com. Or you can go to Instagram at simplepinmedia. We would love to help you. We want to make sure that those who want to use Pinterest for their marketing 
can succeed at it and they do not get exhausted or they don't get confused. Pinterest is the library. Instagram is a bar. Let's figure out how we can use Pinterest for your marketing in 2024 to help you grow. Thanks so much for listening.